Hello, and welcome to the His and Her Show with Jody and Alex Misiak. And today we are going to be talking about summer vacation and setting yourself up for a successful summer. Some of you already might have, like, might be full into summer vacation and you know, figured it out, or maybe you're like stumbling along and here's some, we're going to share some tips and some things that we've discovered on our own. And uh, maybe you're just starting out like we are summer vacations just starting, you know, this is our first, this is the end of the first full week for us. So uh, that's what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah. um, Our daughter has been in like a, um, like a, a school program that takes her basically to the end of June. And she's, it's full day, and uh, and by full day, it's not a regular school day either. It's like from uh, the morning until almost five, um, almost dinner time, basically. Um, and we have our son with uh, with us at home. Even if she wasn't in that program, though, actually the schools around us in the area are, are still going right now. Oh, they're still yes, going right now. Yeah. Okay, well, so that's a kind of a normal thing. It's been too yes. quiet. We but. pay for the month, so they fill they go all the way to the end of the month for us because it's a paid school. Anyways, um, so setting yourself up for a successful summer. We had some stumbling blocks in the spring. We discovered certain things and a couple things to really uh, remember when planning your summer is plan your events and your days according to your children and their personalities. We went on a Mother's Day road trip like we always do, and we forgot that the kids have changed. They've grown over a year. Like it's been a whole year since we've done that trip, and things have changed. We tried to do too much in a day. We tried to stretch out lunchtime. We we did all these things, and in the end, it caused us a lot of like headaches and screaming and tears from almost everybody involved. So it's it's planning things according to your children, age-wise and personality, because everybody's different, and it's being gentle on yourself. So one of the things for me this summer is really just keeping things simple. And we'll talk more about simplifying your life, but just really keeping, you know, maybe just plan one thing a day if you need to plan something at all. Yeah, that, that would help, um, especially with both kids and obviously um, – you might be a working parent. You might have. You might be a single parent. Uh, stay at home. Um, now we we're, we're in a not an overly unique situation, but we have the fact that I am I can work from home uh, quite a bit, which does help. So that means you can um, do something with Anastasia outside of the house while Jaden is napping. Everybody's situation is going to be different. So by stepping back and going, okay, what do we have to work with? Mm-hmm then we can create um, a plan uh, to sort of uh, keep it busy. I like plan is, it doesn't have to be a rigid plan. It's going to be, a, it should be some somewhat flexible um, in the way of planning so that you're not, um, you're not trying to do too much because it's easy to write things down on paper and go, yeah, this is what we're going to do like hour to hour, mm-hmm. day to day. Right. And that, I mean, if that works for you, great. It's, we know for us that won't work. So we're going to have to be, um, you know, keeping kids, like their moods, um, how they're doing, how they're eating, all that, everything. And and uh, and then be flexible. That's, that's big. Yes, flexibility is a huge one that I've learned. I used to be one of those people that couldn't be flexible. Somebody canceled plans on me. I'd lose my mind. And then now, like, luckily, I figured that out before becoming a mom because parenthood, you have to be really flexible. 
things happen, things change. And uh, yeah, it's adapting to your kids. And you know, one day they might not wake up super happy, or another day they will. So it's really just playing it by ear. But for me, I realized like, hangry is a thing. And our children, especially our daughter, that's a thing for her. Like the moment she's hungry or tired, like, you got to get on your kids. Like, and it's about understanding your kids. And yeah, it's just not doing too much and not comparing and trying to do everything else everybody else is doing. Because yeah. I can look at other families and they could be, you know, going to all these different creative centers throughout the summer or, you know, constantly going to the the local pool. Well, or the per- beach, yeah, and- which is two hours away from us. <laughs> yeah. And personally speaking, I'm not taking our son. Like I... We've discovered that he needs to be hands on. Like somebody has to have his, like he needs to be in arm's reach unless it's in our the safety of our backyard, all the time. And to have two kids uh, constantly on the go, it's a little harder in a not safe environment, like safer environment, like a local pool where it could be big, it could be crazy, full of people. So a big thing for me is just making sure our backyard is full of fun things to do on the days that. One, I don't might not have the energy to take them somewhere public where I'm constantly running after them. And then this way they still get to go outside. Yeah. So it's really it's it's taking that moment, taking a step back and figuring out what it is one you want to accomplish this summer. What at the end of the summer would make you feel like this is the best summer ever? For me, it's not being worn out at the end. I want to actually feel like I've enjoyed the weather, my kids, and cuz like Alex said, uh, Anastasia's been in school where she was gone from morning to evening and I feel like I haven't seen her. So this summer is really a, a chance for really us to have fun. It's also an interesting summer for us because this is the first time we're going to have both kids home more more um, than last year because Anastasia was in daycare for two times during the week. So I'm going to have both kids all week long other than the days that Anastasia, other than the weeks that Anastasia's in camp. So it's really just figuring out where you are. And, and yeah, I would take five, 10 minutes sometime or even more if you have it and really just sit back and be like, what would your, what does a successful summer look like for you? Maybe it is going to the library every week and doing like, I love the reading programs the library has. That's true. Yeah. Your kid and, could be into reading yeah. or your kids could be into yeah. reading. Or yeah. maybe it's like coming up with creative crafts every summer, like every week. Those are, again, a lot of things for your kids. So don't forget about you when you think about what a successful summer looks like. So maybe it's keeping your kids busy, but at the same time relaxing. Or whatever it may be, is getting to the beach maybe once a week or at least a couple times in a month or in the summer. So. No, that's a good point. I think a lot of people will, especially especially people who have maybe older kids and both kids are in school full-time, um, or not both, but like all their kids are in school full time and then suddenly this, and they're working full time maybe, or maybe not, who knows, but then suddenly all the kids are home now, right? Mm-hmm. Like we have, we have friends in that situation yes. right now. They have lots of kids and they're gone most of the time during school weeks, school during the school year. And now the school year is over and now they're all home. Mm-hmm. So, um, you're, you're going to have to like, like, like Jody said, take a step back and think, okay. How can we, you know, engage engage them and have fun with them? That's cause the kids are going to want to have fun. I think that I think Anastasia is really going to um, enjoy being able to spend time with me, with her brother, especially with you, because uh, she's a mommy's girl. <laughs> uh, it's cute, and just sort of reconnect on that kind of stuff. And 
but you can you can lose sight of all that. You're like, oh, I'm so busy keeping the kids busy and happy and everything else that you forget about yourself over those summer things, right? So that's why a lot of parents at the end of summer vacation are burnt out. That's why they have the commercial at Staples going. It's the most wonderful time of the year when it's you know coming into September because but those that's commercials the joke. start in like August. <laughs> yeah, that's the joke, right? It's the it's the I'm you know I'm a parent. I can't wait for my kids to get mm-hmm. back to school so I can you know, relax. And it's like, well, if you can set yourself up for summer, a successful summer, then maybe you won't be burned out as mm-hmm. well. Like that's, that would be the goal for I think everybody. Yeah, It's about slow and steady. You know, it's like all of a sudden, you know, like I said, ours is just like underway and it can be so easy to get excited. Like, We're going to do it all. And you fit it all in in the first week and you get really, you're already burnt out in week one. So it's really just slow and steady doing things. And it all it, and again, I have to emphasize children, every single ch- child is different and it depends on the age of your children of what you're going to be doing in the summer. Yeah. And you might actually setting yourself up for a successful summer might just be coming into a new routine. Maybe you are working full-time still and now you have to find different day ca- uh, daycare or a babysitter or you're running them from camp to camp all summer. So it's really still finding like that groove because school, it's really easy, you know, well, maybe not all that easy, (laughs) but you know, you have a drop off time, you have a pickup time and you have, you have that routine that's worked out from the fall. Maybe it was a little rocky at the beginning and then you got like all those months to figure it out. Summer is a little shorter and here we live in Ontario, southern Ontario, Canada, and it's like summer comes. It's like woohoo! We finally, you know, get to go swimming. We get to wear flip flops, and we don't have to wear like a million layers. So we like have so much more to do. The summer is really busy for us. Mm-hmm. So it's just really, again, holding on to your like what? What will make you like feel like you've had a successful summer? I, and like, why are you doing what you're doing? I think a, I think a lot of parents would be like, "Let's if successful summer equals not feeling burnt out, yeah. <laughs> and, and still, still, you always love your kids, but you don't want to be like, be like, oh, thank God they're going back to school. Yeah. Right? It's like, okay, it's time to go back to school. You, you, know, you, you, you can look back on your summer and go, we had some really great times, and you want your kids to look back and go, oh, yeah, I had a lot of fun. Yeah, because burnt out equals usually yelling, frustrations, a lot of tears. Like, there's so much going on. So it's like, take a step back and just really remember about you too. And this podcast is going to be full of juicy things like that to help you, you know, have a successful summer and uh, and life and parenthood and all that stuff, right? So it's good extends way past the summer so but the summer you're right though i'm glad we're doing this episode because the summer is it's that time of year um for most parents once your kids are past a certain age that they were away for most of the school year for most of that day and now they're here like all the whole Mm -hmm. whole summer and yeah depending on the age your kids might be older they might be hanging out with friends a lot of the time right Mm -hmm. and you can take them to a public pool and they're okay on their own um, for us, we're just having one of us in a in a public type, pool type setting. I might the, there might be a splash pad or whatever that we could take them to. That's okay, mm-hmm. but um, you know we have to be aware of fences and everything else because we have kids that are very very energetic, and if they both go in opposite directions and there's only one of us, 
you got to make a choice. And yeah. that, you don't ever want to. You don't yeah. ever want to find yourself in that situation too many times. Yeah. Luckily, so. Anastasia's getting a bit a better listener, sure. and Jaden has his days. But yes, um, yeah, for sure. Now, what do you think about like um, bedtime bedtime routine and mm. you know and getting up again? Right? Because I I think. We lose our routines in the summer a, a lot. lot of us, a lot yeah. of people do lose their routines in the summer. That's right. Yes. So I know for us, I feel um, my plan and my goal for bedtime is pretty much keeping it the same. Our kids are young. I, I feel like that's a thing. But on weekends, we can be a little bit more flexible. Like if we're out, you know, at the, the cottage and having a fire and things like that, I I think that that's a good time. And then the week is kind of gets back into routine. Plus Anastasia is going to be in camp, I think four to five weeks this summer. So I'd rather keep her in a schedule like we always do during the, the week. However, that being said, like a lot of time, you know, you have vacation, you have different things, family outings, picnics at night that really do play into bedtime routines. And I think again, every family has is different and they just, you need to figure out what works best. And it is a little harder if they have, if you have a, if you're working all summer long too, and you actually have to get your kids up for the babysitter, it's different if they get to stay home. So it's really just figuring out. I feel like the weekends will be more loosey goosey, mm-hmm. and uh, during the week is for us. I think in our house it's going to be close to the same, maybe a little later at night, just because it's lighter outside and the kids are having a hard time going to bed. But I th- I feel like I don't know about you. Yeah, what your no, thoughts I, I would for agree. That. You have to you have to sort of keep that routine. Um, as but not much every fun. family does, and that's no, okay. That's true. If I it just, works for you, if yeah. it works for your family, you don't have to keep it. Then. Once our kids are older, and they have kids, and they're you know running out, and you know we have a curfew kind of thing. But right now we <laughs> they're young, so we kind of we have a little bit more say in their bedtime. Of course, yeah. So uh, it's just different when different things are going on. So. Yeah, and I think um, when it comes to older kids, um, and then you want they they're gonna want to stay up late, and it's like okay, fine, stay up later or whatever. But you may want to still um, encourage that kind of uh, like so you still want to keep some kind of routine, right? You may want them out of bed at a certain hour or whatever, just to keep things uh, moving along smoothly. And hopefully, the kids will get the hint that's like okay, well, I'm really tired. Maybe I shouldn't stay up until. Because when I was a kid, like a young, a younger kid, but older than our kids, but like still young, I would stay up really late, like really late, like 12, 1, whatever, right? And this during the summer months, and I'd be an absolute mess. Uh, like I'd sleep until like, if my parents had let me, I'd probably sleep till 11 or 12 and, um, the next day. And it sort of shifts, it, it shifts your whole thing. Um, and um, I wasn't doing myself any favors. <laughs> like I thought I was getting away with something or doing what I really wanted. But uh, looking back on it, it's like I missed out on a lot of stuff because I was just sleeping. So um, it might have been better off if I uh, had a couple uh, swift kicks early in the morning, earlier in the morning to be like, okay. It sounded that like your parents had a really hard time waking you and your brother up. So it was yeah, it was a hard time, and both parents had shift work, so they weren't always around and everything else. And you know, but I, yeah, again, again, we're kind of getting off the whole success. Sorry, success, success time. Yeah, yeah um, which is is really just looking within within your family, within yourself, within your circle, and your support system. And really, like you said, what do you, what resources do you have at your fingertips? 
because not everybody has the same thing. Mm. So maybe for some parents, it's letting their teenagers sleep till noon so they don't have to, you know, like let them sleep so they have all morning to do things on their own. You know, it, it's really what works for, for each person. And again, it's just taking the time to figure out what that is for yourself because I could, we could list off a whole pile of things that they Anecdotal could do. Anecdotal stuff, yeah, for sure. And it's just like self-care tips. I'm all about, you got to figure out what's good for you, like what works for you and what makes you light, light yourself up. Yeah. So it's figuring out what, at the end, what, so again, I'll leave you with the question. What, what would make your summer successful? Like at the end of the summer, what would you be like, wow, that was the most awesome, epic summer I've ever had. Write it down. And then start doing those things. Yeah. Agreed. So I uh, hope you guys enjoyed. And uh, yeah, we hope you have a beautiful day. And a successful summer. Yes. Here's to your success and relaxing summer. Bye for now. Bye-bye.